Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about four reasons why you should not be investing right now. So we're going to go ahead and dive into it. I am going to announce something super cool and super fun at the end. And if you are a boss, a boss lady... I just feel like there's not a good word. Like, I hate the word, like, girl boss. Gross. Boss sometimes isn't just what I want to say. Like, bad bitch. Like, I like it. I just need, like, I need a new word. I don't know what that word is. If anyone has a good word where you're, like, a a cool person, a cool girl. Like, I just, I need a new word. I need a new word. Like, all the other ones are chuggy and they're just, like, they don't, they don't hit how I want them to. So, if you have a new word, please let me know. I just need it. Okay. But if you are a bad bitch, stay till the end. And I, because I'm announcing something that you, if you like this episode, you will like. Okay. Reason number one, let's dive in the four reasons why you shouldn't be investing right now. Reason number one, your life costs more than the income that you have. Your life costs more than the income that you have. So here's what I mean by that. If you are someone who is spending more per year than what you make, that is a reason to not be investing yet. Um, Let me clarify, though. There's no shame in that. A lot of times, anytime I hear people saying, if you're spending more than you're making, and it's like this whole like shame ridden, like, you're an idiot type of vibe that does not fly around here. And so if that's you, if you're in a situation where your income is lower than what you're spending, can that be due to choices? Sure, it can. But also, can that be due to having a a low wage or having a um, you know, just not having the same resources as other people or whatever else? Yeah. So like, regardless, though, there's no shame. There's no guilt here. And so I do not want this to be something where you're like, well, I suck and I shouldn't be investing now. No, no, no. I want you to flip it of that is what I want you to focus on right now. If you are someone where your life costs more than the income that you currently have, your number one goal shouldn't be how can I invest starting today? Um, It should be, or I invite it to be, how can I increase my income? How can I make more money this year? And again, there's so many infinite ways that you can do that, right? It could be just looking for a new job. 
Uh, there are honestly like this is a great time to be looking for a job and I'm a huge advocate my friends probably get really annoyed by this because I am a huge advocate that if you're in corporate you should kind of always be shopping around you should kind of be always shopping around I like if you're in a spot where you're like I make amazing money I literally love my job I'm so happy Okay, then no, I'm not saying like spend your time shopping around. You might not need to, right? But if you're in corporate and you're like, and by corporate, I mean like not owning a business. Some people are like, I'm not in corporate, I'm a teacher. And like, when I say corporate, I mean anything that's not business. Like if you are em- like employed by someone else, um, that is what I want you to focus on. Of like, how can you increase your income? And that can be done by shopping around. Whether that be actually leaving your current job and getting a higher paying job in the same field or in a different field or whatever else, whether that be landing something else and then coming back to your current job and saying, hey, I have this offer for $10,000 more. Is that something that you could match? Or, you know, I might be saying adios. It might be negotiating a raise. It might be picking up some overtime. It might be adding on a side hustle or doing some stuff on if you have extra hours that you can use to make money. You might be like, I don't have any extra time. I have, I have kids or I have commitments or I have, I take care of loved ones or I have this or that. I'm not at all saying you need to go and do those other things. And I think it's very, it's a very privileged, uh, like narrative to be like, just work more hours, just go and do. It's like, assuming that everyone has the resource of time and some people don't have that because they have other things on their plate however I want to empower you that if you do have some time and you're willing to use that time to make more money especially nowadays like you can make money from home you know there's so many ways you can make money on on your phone or make money on your computer if you have one or whatever else so Um, But I'm also not saying you have to do something where it would increase the time you have. Maybe it's like selling some stuff, right? I am the queen of minimalizing your life so you can maximize (laughs) your life. Like if you have clutter laying around, I guarantee there's something you have that you could sell. Um, Even if you're a college student, whatever. Um, Maybe you're a college student or maybe you're like, no, I literally have nothing I can sell and... I can't go and buy anything because I don't have the money. Drive around um, and find something on Facebook that is free. Pick it up. Take better pictures of it. Maybe clean it, whatever it is. And then repost on Facebook and try to flip it for more money. If you're like, I don't have a car. Um, find something like really close to you in your area. So many different things, right? Um, just a couple things to toss out there of like how you can raise your income. One thing I, you've probably heard me talk about this, but this was a huge one for me because at the time when I was really trying to raise my income, that was my number one focus. I was the queen of donating plasma. It, people are always like, oh, that sounds like a little freaky. Like I'm selling my whatever, but I loved it. I did it all of college and you make a ton of money doing it. So if that's something that you're able to do or wanting to do, you can make great, great money. I always have like every round of wealth accelerator. I always have people who are like, you know what? I decided to give it a shot and now I'm making an extra couple hundred dollars by, you know, donating plasma like 30 minutes a week. So, um, anyway, so I went off on a little bit of a tangent, but number one, 
reason why you shouldn't be investing right now. If your life costs more than your income, I want you to make your number one goal increasing your income to be able to pay for your life right now. Um, Again, the other way you can decrease how much your life costs. But again, I never focus on telling you cut expenses that you actually use and that means something to you and that you value. And instead, I want you to focus on increasing that income because it is possible for you. Okay, so if your life costs more than income, than the income you have, instead of focusing on investing, focus on increasing your income. Second reason why you should invest right now, if you have no emergency fund. So an emergency fund is money that is kept in a high-yield savings account. Again, if you don't have a high-yield savings account, get one. Get one today. I like ally.com. If you have follow-up questions, go take, go to deeperthemoney.com. I have a free 15-minute training where I literally show you, I share my screen and show you how to open an account on Ally. You can open it at anywhere. I don't get a commission from Ally. I wish I did because I tell everyone about it. I love Ally um, banking. So Ally, (laughs) come sponsor me because I love you. Um, But emergency funds, I recommend one to three months of expenses. If you're someone who's like a college student or you live at home with mom and dad and you have really low expenses, maybe one month is fine. If you're someone who lives by yourself, you have higher expenses, you have people or pets depending on you, I recommend closer to three months of expenses. Again, you keep that in a high yield savings account. And that's so important because when we're investing, the goal of investing is that we want to be able to do something more long, like long term. Some investing is super long term, right? Like when we're investing for retirement, the mindset is I'm putting this money in today and I will take it out when I am retired. But you can also invest outside of retirement. And when you're investing outside of retirement, That can be more short term where it's like I'm going to maybe you're like I want to save for a down payment on a house and I want to invest that because I don't want a house for the next five years, but five years from now I do. Okay, awesome. Um, That could potentially be an option for you. Uh, But if you're like I'm putting money aside and I want it if I have an emergency and I will need it that second investing is not the place to do it, right? Like your emergency fund is the goal is not to make money and build wealth off of it. The goal is that it protects your wealth. And so again, it doesn't need to be invested. I recommend highly against it, but a high yield savings account gives you a little something, something here and there. So if you don't have an emergency fund, I do recommend focusing on that. The exception to that is hitting your employer match. If your employer offers, let's say, a 401k, for example, and they offer a match, like if you invest 3%, they'll invest 3%. That is something that you could take advantage of prior to completing your emergency fund, but um, something to still have as a high focus. Reason number three why you shouldn't invest right now, if you have high interest debt, high interest debt. So if you have credit card debt that's at 29%, that is growing very, very fast. And so think of it the opposite way. If I told you I have an investment that guarantees 29%, you put money in it, you guarantee 29%. You'd be like, hell yeah, I want to invest, right? If I'm guaranteeing 29% returns, I'm in. But you can kind of think of credit card debt that's at 29% interest as the opposite, right? By paying that off, you are guaranteeing that you are no longer like, quote, losing money. 
at 29%. So I know it's a little backwards and it doesn't totally work in the same way. Uh, but you can think of it from a mentality perspective that that is a way you're investing in yourself is by getting rid of that because you're stopping those that money leaking out at 29%. Okay, so if you have high interest debt, focusing on the high interest debt prior to investing, again, the exception would be maybe taking advantage of your employer's retirement match program if they have one. Um, And reason number four, another reason why you shouldn't invest right now is if you hate money and you hate when your money makes you money while you sit at home. (laughs) Okay, I just had to throw that one in there for funsies because truly investing is so fun. Um, And it's so cool to switch into a mentality where your money is making you money. And yeah, of course, money, you're like, you can lose, cool, you know, Yes, your your investments can go down, but you're not losing money until you sell them, right? You're investing, again, like I said, for the long haul. And so, um, again, it's so fun over time, over time watching those investments go up. And so, yeah, if you hate money, investing is probably not for you. But in all seriousness, even if you are one of those four people, right, or have one of those four reasons of why you maybe now is not the best time to invest or why investing shouldn't be your top priority, that does not mean this is not a great time to learn and understand investing because it does take time. It takes time to learn and understand investing. And a lot of times, like, here's the thing. I've talked about this recently on the podcast. There is such a barrier to entry when it comes to the arena of investing, there's such a barrier. It is confusing. And if you're like, it's just overwhelming. There's so much information. You're totally right. There is. And it's hard because so many people are like, do this, do this, do this. Come buy this for me and come uh, hire me to do this and let me sell you insurance and let me sell you this. And you're like, oh my gosh, who do I listen to? And, and how does this even work? And so um, that is what we are here for. We're here to teach you how investing works and why things are the way they are and why, you know, you want to invest in retirement accounts and why um, you might want to stay away from other things or whatever else. And um, again, even if you're like, I'm focusing on my emergency fund right now, I still highly recommend learning about investing because investing is one of those things that there, again, like I said, is a barrier to entry. But once you have blown past that barrier and you're like, oh my gosh, I get it. I know how to invest. It is such an important tool. It, it, it is literally the key to financial freedom um, because again, like just saving money is not going to make you wealthy over time. Like it's, it, especially with inflation, you, you can't out save inflation, right? Like sure, if you are going to strike, I don't know, strike it wealthy and make a billion dollars or multi, multi, multi million dollars and just save them. Yes, you can do them, but still inflation is gonna cut into that and it's not growing. So every time you take out of it, you're just subtracting from a total that's not growing. Whereas with investing, even the goal is that even down the road, as you are dipping into your investments, they're still growing in real time, right? Um, So again, those are the four reasons why potentially you might not be ready to start investing, but 
despite where you're at, I highly recommend starting to learn about investing because investing truly is life-changing. Like when I, again, I was, if, if you are feeling like, oh my gosh, I truly um, is, like know nothing about investing. I was there. I was you. And I remember just being so nervous of like, am I going to lose money? What if I do the wrong thing? How do I choose? What is even going on in my retirement accounts? Um, how, like, am I screwing them up? How do I choose? Do I need a financial advisor? And all of those things. And learning that is not only going to help you get the results of locking in your millionaire status now while you're young, but it is also going to give you so much confidence. I highly do not, I highly discourage, couldn't think of the word, I highly discourage anyone to just go hire a financial advisor and be like, I know nothing, but here you go, bye. And so many people do that. And yes, you might be working with a financial advisor who is helping you, but to not understand what's going on a lot of times those people are still so stressed because they're scared. They don't know what's going on. Um, maybe they're being taken advantage of because they don't know the right questions to ask or they're not working with the right person. Um, maybe based on their goals, they did, they wanted, they based on their goals, it makes more sense for them to be investing for themselves instead of using a financial advisor. There's so many things. And again, it all comes down to the education and the education isn't taught. So that leads to my announcement. Because if you are someone who you're like, I don't know anything about investing and I want to learn, or someone who's like, I kind of get it, but I want to know more, we are doing it. This is something that has been asked for probably more than anything else across the board. But last year, we dropped an Investing 101 Masterclass. It is our top sold masterclass. People just absolutely love Investing 101. And we are officially dropping this week, Investing 201. So it drops today to our text list only. It only drops to our text list. And if you're on our text list, you get it. Um, if you're on our text list by today, you um, will get a special, a special something. So get on the text list. If you're not, I'll put in the show notes the number you need to text to get on our text list. But um, it drops today to our text list only, but then it drops to the public on Wednesday. So on the 20th, we are dropping Investing 201. Um, and again, you purchase it, but the masterclass will be the following month. So it'll, um, it is scheduled to drop on May 9th, but then you get the recording. So if you can't attend live, you can watch the recording. But if you can attend live, you can attend live. You can ask questions and all of those things. So that is what's going on. If you missed investing 101, you can buy them as a bundle and, I, and we'll have a discount code that you can, you'll be able to see on our website where you can get both of them. I highly recommend, even if you know a thing or two about investing, highly recommend watching investing 101 prior to attending investing 201 because investing 101 is laying the entire foundation for what we're going to cover. And if you go to 201 without 101, you might be like, wait, what's going on here? What about this? And so go back and make sure that you have seen 101. So if you've already purchased it, this is a good time to maybe the next week or two go through that masterclass again, take notes, refresh, 
if you have not yet purchased, you can purchase, again, both of them as a bundle. And then go through 101 prior to May 9th if you're attending live. If you're watching the replay, again, you get lifetime access to the replay. So you can watch either one of them back to back or whatever else that you want. But this is going to be really exciting. Um, and again, 101 really is the foundation of how this works and what the different accounts are and why you would want them and how to map things out and what the different options are. And investing 201 is going to be more of the logistics of how do I actually open the account once now that I understand how it works and how do I actually go in and check what's going on in my retirement accounts? How do I actually decide what to diversify or, um, you know, how do I hire a financial advisor or um, things like that? And so, again, you can check out more on the information page. Again, it will be linked uh, in the show notes, you can go check it out, but it will not be live for anyone outside of the text list until the 20th. So you can bookmark it or come back on the 20th. Or again, you can follow along on Instagram at deeper period than period money or at deeper the money co Re- reminder. Those are only two Instagrams every single day, a new spam fake account pops up and they'll copy every single one of my Instagram stories and every single one of my feed posts. And they'll write on their thing, oh, it's the backup account. And then they'll message people and be like, send me your card info. And it's not me. I promise I would never do that. Um, But yeah, so please be careful of if somebody's DMing you that you are triple, double and triple checking that it is me. And remember, I would never ask you to do anything sketchy like create a Bitcoin account and send it to me or send me your card info or anything like that. I would literally never ask you to do that. So please, please, please be careful that you are only taking information from my account and not posers who are pretending to be me. Okay, um, so investing 101 and 201, go check them out, grab them as a bundle, watch them, get ready for 201. It is going to be so exciting. And again, I highly recommend, even if you went through this and you're like, oh dang, investing is probably not something, not my top priority. That does not mean, oh, I shouldn't learn about it. This is a great time to learn and you get lifetime access. So you can always learn now and then come back and reference it down the road. Um, but this is such a great time, such a great freaking time, um, to learn all of this. So you are ready. And if you are someone who you're like, I, my income is plenty to take care of my life and pay for my life. I have an emergency fund. I have no interest or I have no high interest debt. I'm ready to invest. Um, I'm already taking advantage of some of my employer things and or retirement accounts, but I want to make sure I'm doing the right things. I want to make sure I want to do more. I want to challenge myself to invest. This is perfect for you. So go check those out um, and look more, look for more to come on all of that. But so exciting. I can't wait. I haven't done a live masterclass in like eight months. And so I am so freaking excited to do it. They're so like the energy in the the virtual room is just like off the charts. So I cannot wait. But again, check that out and we will see you next week on another episode of the Deeper the Money podcast.